Crime does pay. Welcome to the Ford Inbox Podcast, where we go over ways that you can make money. So my favorite murder podcast hosts become one of the highest paid podcasters in the nation, and we're talking about the United States of America. So here's the breakdown. My favorite murder was born, fittingly enough, at a Halloween party in the Los Feliz neighborhood of Los Angeles in 2015. The gathering was thrown by a mutual friend of the podcast future co-host, Karen Kilgariff, I think that's Gariff, a stand-up comic and comedy writer, and Georgia Hardstark, a host on the cooking channel. The woman had met before. But it wasn't until this party that we realized we were both really into true crime and didn't have anyone else to talk about it, says Hardstark. 39. I met someone who didn't want me to shut up about murder. Millions of others, it turns out, didn't want them to shut up either. Listeners can't get enough of the pair's darkly humorous tales about murderers like Scott Scurlock, the Hollywood Bandit, and Robert Hansen, the butcher baker of Anchorage, Alaska. Today, my favorite murder gets 35 million downloads a month, and last year it was the seventh most popular podcast on Apple Podcasts, ahead of repurposed programming like NPR's Fresh Air and This American Life. The duo's little true crime empire is growing. In the past year, they've performed 40 live shows, published a New York Times bestseller, Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered, a nod to their show's catchphrase, signed a development deal with podcast publisher Stitcher worth at least $10 million, and built a 55,000-person fan club. Members pay $40 annually for exclusive episodes and access to pre-sale tickets to live shows. In other words, the duo is killing it, and their earnings show it. They made an estimated $15 million in 2019, placing them at number two on Forbes' inaugural ranking of the top-earning podcasters. That's no small feat. There are more than 900,000 podcasts in circulation, according to podcast search engine Listen Notes. Few do the kind of numbers murder sees. Only comedian Joe Rogan, number one at $30 million, made more Although finance guru Dave Ramsey, number three, is at ten million, is close behind them. When the murder team started in 2016, the business was still dominated by national public radio, but growing fast. Ad spend had risen or risen 73 percent year over year and was projected to hit 515 million by 2019, according to the Interactive Advertising Bureau. They were off by more than one. Hundred million dollars. The industry has only been around for about a decade, but in the last three or four years, it's really started maturing, said Oren Rosenbaum, head of emerging platforms at United Talent Agency, UTA, who represents the My Favorite Murder duo, as well as other podcasters like Guy Raz, the host of How I Built This. Advertisers likely spent close to $700 million on podcasts in 2019, according to estimates by the IAB and PwC, a nearly seven-fold increase. 
Last year, streaming giant Spotify spent $250 million to beef up its podcast offerings with the purchase of producers Gimlet and Parcast, while Luminary launched with the goal of becoming the Netflix of audio. Apple, the industry's creator and de facto gatekeeper, is reportedly planning its own production effort for the first time. Hollywood has gone in on the action too. All three major talent agencies, UTA, William Morris Endeavor, and Creative Artists Agency, have started representing podcasts over the last several years. In 2019, Netflix and WME's parent company, Endeavor, release scripted podcasts that have the potential to be turned into film or television. Even Mick Jagger jumped in, signing a podcast production deal last month with Warner Brothers. A lot of people were dabbling in it, maybe finding one show they liked, and now those people are finding two or three shows that they like, says Bruce Supovitz, Senior Vice President and Sales Director for Nielsen's National Audio Services, the lighter user is becoming a heavier user. And the biggest stars are cashing in. When Spotify bought Gimlet last year, co-founder and startup host Alex Bloomberg, along with the company's other investors, pocketed $194 million. Imagine if you pocketed $194 million. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to reach in my pocket and grab a share of $194 million. Ira Glass, after 20 years hosting and producing this American Life for WBEZ took the program private in 2015. While still paying out a chunk of revenue every year to Chicago public media, Glass has already produced two films based on This American Life segments since going independent. Count Kilgriff and Hardstark among the stars. In 2018, they created their own podcast network, Exactly Right. They've already greenlit five shows, including This Podcast Will Kill You, with features two epidemiologists, I can't even pronounce that, who take a sanguine approach to infectious diseases. Last year, they signed a deal with podcast publisher Stitcher worth at least $10 million that will help them finance show development and build up staff. Now, for me, I'd probably keep my expenses extremely low, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to like pocket $9 million, invest Eight million and use one million for the actual business because you want this stuff to last as long as possible. Now people are realizing that podcasting is special, says Kilgriff. I think people are isolated and really lonely, and in the case of my favorite murder, it's nice to listen and process terrible things together. There's something really cathartic about that. Now here's a look at what the top earners pulled in from their flagship titles. Joe Rogan, $30 million. The stand-up comic launched the Joe Rogan Experience in 2009 with the co-host Brian Redband, which then he went and did his own thing. In the first wave of comedian podcasters that included Adam Carolla and Mark Marin. He now has the number one podcast in the world, according to Apple, and has claimed as many as 190 million downloads per month. And... Let's put it this way. He has multiple different sponsors on this. Like 30 million is a low number, to be frank, to be honest, right? But let's use like the CPM rates for my channel because his is going to be way higher than mine, like compared to my podcast. I don't get that many viewers like his, but 
his thing is so popular and he has so many different sponsors and different ads like his cpm could be probably double or triple mine so my cpm is about ten dollars because of my sponsor and like what this podcast is actually about so that means for every 1000 listeners or 1000 viewers all that kind of stuff i would get 10 bucks right the way to look at it for Joe Rogan, he's probably making you know twenty dollars per thousand views or listens or thirty dollars per one thousand. So if you were to calculate that, you'd have to do one hundred ninety million divided by a thousand times thirty, right? And that's probably how much he's making like per month. It's a pretty absurd amount, and you know that's not including YouTube ad revenue, the YouTube JRE clips revenue. Any merch sales, any of his, you know, uh, because his business, like his podcast is so intertwined with driving traffic to his live shows that it's just the amount of money that he's making is so much more than this is basically absurd. Now, his headline making interviews with comedians, politicians, MMA fighters, and Rogan Moonlights as a UFC commentator and conspiracy theorists are as big as even the biggest on talk radio now that's also a pretty good you know thing to understand is that because of his popularity the mainstream media on whatever side of the political spectrum are always going to be trying to attack him and get him down a peg because they're afraid of how strong his presence is how strong his reach is and he's not likely to see the top spot anytime soon He's delivering scale and engagement, says Tom Webster, Senior Vice President at Edison Research. He's the number one in terms of reach in the U.S. Karen Kilgriff and Georgia Hardstark, $15 million. Their stay sexy and don't get murdered tagline is a rallying cry for murderinos and a cash cow for their network exactly right. With five spin-off podcasts, a bestseller, bestseller, and a booming tour business, everyone's watching to see what their future holds. Now, this is an interesting thing about the whole like tour business when it comes to podcasting. I always find it interesting that you could technically have some sort of tour where people want to see you live on no matter what topic you end up talking about. Like people could be in the self-help thing, could be in the business thing, could be in sales, whatever it might be, and you could end up doing a live thing, which is pretty crazy. And no matter how like big your audience is, you could actually charge like a thousand to ten thousand per person for a live event, which is so insane to me. Dave Ramsey, which I have to say, this is probably my second favorite podcast, other than Joe Rogan's, and he makes ten million dollars just from the podcast, not from the radio or anything like that. And he is a veteran radio jock from Nashville. Ramsey is an outlier. His call-in advice show is definitely old school and is broadcast on more than 600 radio stations from Kalamazoo to San Antonio. It's also the cornerstone for his financial business, Ramsey Solutions, dispensing no-nonsense personal finance lessons and budgeting tools to 13 million listeners every week. Like, it's pretty insane. And he has actually a nine-figure company. Like, that's what you got to really understand. He has a nine-figure company just telling people basically the same thing every single day, every single hour that he's doing his show. It's like, stop 
being stupid with your money. Now, the Dave Ramsey Show podcast alone brings in $10 million annually, according to Forbes estimates, and is now one of the seven shows on the Ramsey Podcast Network because there's so many different spinoffs or like segments of Ramsey Solutions. So subscribe if you found this helpful. Feel free to leave a review wherever this is available on your podcast that you're listening to this for weekly business and personal finance content. Now you can learn the four steps to make money online in the description of this episode. Hit the like, it helps the episode. Hit the bell if you're watching this on YouTube for notifications. You can check out 40 Leave a comment and share this episode if you want to share you know, a certain new way of making money. And you can learn step-by-step step how to make money with courses or how to make a profitable course in the description of this episode. And feel free to get a free stock in the description by just joining Robinhood if you've never joined it before. And that's pretty much it. Now, you can also DM us on Instagram at 40 box with, you know, maybe a new way to make money that we could put into a future episode or how you make money because I think that'd be pretty cool to share or even share maybe an article or a story that I could cover and put it into an episode because the more ideas, the more content for this, the better it's going to be because this podcast is really focused on giving people ideas as to how they can go and make money in various different ways because there's not just one way to make money. And I find it very, very interesting uh, the uh, different ways people make money, right? Like people can make money doing the most ludicrous things. Like let's put it this way. I discovered someone has a YouTube channel that is getting, I think, maybe 20 to 60 million views a month crushing objects with a car. And they're like one-minute clips or two-minute clips. And this person is making probably forty to maybe even $100,000 a month by just doing that, right? And they're just doing it on YouTube. And it amazes me, right? It's like, how does that work, right? Like, who would think that you could basically use maybe an iPhone or whatever camera you got on your phone, record like a tire running over random daily objects, put it onto YouTube and you're pocketing six figures a month. Like that is insane to me. But hey, people do that. People do very interesting things about, you know, making money. So, you know, just stay tuned for more make money ideas and we'll see you in future episodes and make sure to go work every single day and make some money. See you.